Today's guest is the founder and CEO of MyEthnic Cooking and Catering. MyEthnic Cooking and Catering is a food business that specializes in preparing a variety of African dishes with rich spices for their corporate clients. They also cater for home, team events and anniversary celebrations, as well as teach African cooking courses. Join Rami in welcoming her to the show. If you have any questions for our guest today, please leave them in the comments section below. Also, if you'd like to get more data on any of our guests, please download the Taking You to the Top app from our website. That being said, we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? Okay, Jillian, welcome to episode number 30 of Taking You to the Top. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Rami, and I really look forward to having a good conversation with you, and thanks for considering me to come onto your podcast. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. So, uh, Jillian, if you you. don't mind, to get us started, uh, could you introduce yourself and take us back from the beginning, tell us where you're from, where you started your journey, and how that journey has led you to founding your company? Okay, I will start by introducing myself. Uh, I'm Gillian Pirot, CEO of My Ethnic Cooking and Catering. We are the first African cookery school in Germany. So uh, My Ethnic Cooking and Catering gives uh, after-work cooking courses to bankers, lawyers, entrepreneurs in Frankfurt area because uh, the Frankfurt area is mainly based with lawyers and uh, bankers. So I always organize for after-work cooking classes for them. And on okay. the other hand, I also do t- team building events, you know, right. whereby I try to make colleagues or try to motivate colleagues to connect with each other in their teams using right. cooking. You know, okay. you cook in a relaxing atmosphere and being sure. African dishes, we cook a bit differently. We do a lot of stuff manually instead of machines. So sure. this encourages the team to work together as a team to come up with a meal, a focused meal within four hours. Okay. So actually, yes. <laughs> how, did, how did you come up with the idea in Germany? What made you start this business? Um, my ethnic cooking actually started as a pure coincidence because sure. <laughs> cooking is my passion. Okay. And uh, uh, all these years I've had a group of friends who have in, uh, different international backgrounds. Right. And we would meet once, or we still meet once in a month. We cook different foods. Like if I invite my friends to come to my home, we shall cook Kenyan dishes. And if sure. I go to a Ghanaian lady, we shall cook Ghanaian dishes. And through this networking on a monthly basis, right. um, during the, I got an inquiry to go to a family whereby their, their father was celebrating his 50th birthday. And right. I got a request to do some catering for about uh, 20, 20, no, though about 27 people. Okay. And this is how it started. And believe me, at that time, I had no idea what I'm going to charge because it was just like a question out of nowhere. 
I like the way you cook your Kenyan dishes. Would you just come and do it for us for catering and stuff like that? Uh-huh. So I somehow went blindly into it, but what they paid me was unexpected. It was a lot of money. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I've been sitting on my talents. I mean, it's high time I pushed it out there. Okay. And uh, I have to say that's how uh, my business started. And that's the time I just decided to start a research right. on cooking schools because I, prefer, I prefer having a cooking school than a restaurant because with a cooking school, I would, I would try to, to diversify the African dishes into Frankfurt or into Germany. And I enjoy just teaching people about our food history, my culture. I find this really, really enriching to do as compared to having a restaurant. Okay, so can, can you tell us, um, for example, what, what are the different options that you are offering uh, as your company? So you mentioned catering, you mentioned uh, courses. Yes. So I are do those offer, the two options? Yes, those are the two options, uh, cooking courses and uh, catering. So in terms of okay. cooking courses, I do it for the after, like after work, when people come from work in the evening, and they want to do something different, like I offer the cooking classes for that. And team okay. building, which is and for companies. Sure, and are these, uh, if you don't mind telling us, what are the price points for these classes? Uh, the, so the classes uh, goes for 69 euros per person per course. Uh, 69 yeah, that's per person per 69 course. 69 euros, yes. Okay. And uh, we prepare a four-course meal. We start with the with a starter, which most of the times is like maybe grilled, some grilled uh-huh. goat meat, which is uh, very popular in Kenya with some salad, a Kenyan salad. And sure. then I will go into the main course. Main course, I, diff- I always change. I always have different main courses and then the dessert. So in most cases, what I try to do is I show them that our African dishes are mostly bio. They're not uh-huh. with chemicals. I, I, I do most of the sauces and everything. I do them naturally myself. Okay. Yes. And the other option being the catering. Yes, uh, catering. I do catering for weddings, for um, different events. I've done ha- catering like for bridal showers, catering for weddings, catering for an event like the, like my first job that I ever started was last year on 20th of June. Right. And that was uh, catering for a Women for Knowledge seminar or workshop. They had a two-day workshop, okay. and that was the first catering job I ever did. Amazing. And uh, is yes. that like a, is it a fixed price, or are you custom depending on what they require? I custom made it depend on what they require, because like a two-day workshop, it means they will have like from breakfast, lunch, and dinner. At the, okay. at the place yeah sure. so it's different there are people who are just catering for finger food and stuff but this one was like a three a three meal a day uh-huh. so i have to custom make it also depending on the also it also highly depends on the ingredients where i get the ingredients from because uh, i have to import most of my ingredients uh, okay. or if i'm lucky i'll get them from the african shops in town so sure. it depends it depends okay uh just out of curiosity in option number one, where you have the uh, after work teams, um, do you actually go to them or do you have a place that they all come to cook at? I have a place where they can come. Okay. 
Makes sense. Yeah, I have a central place where they can come. It's only on very rare occasions, like uh, I've experienced with elderly, elderly, how can I say, elderly couples or elderly people that yeah. prefer that I go into their home. So I bring in the ingredients and I cook oh. for them and they pay me the same amount of money. Got it. Makes sense. So yes. uh, could you tell us if your company is bootstrapped or if you raised capital? Uh, in the case of my company, it's bootstrapped because I, I, I did not take any loan or wh whatever. What I did is that uh, I work in an international bank and through working at the international bank, when I realized that I could actually make money out of my talent, right. I decided to start saving for the project. So my business is like one year old okay. since last year in, uh, in, in June. And, so June 2019, uh, you, you launched? 2019, yes. That's when I launched it. Yes. Okay. And uh, oh, I saved each and every cent from my from my uh, my business. And then after I realized I can actually I have money set aside for a business. I really didn't know what business, but when right. I started making money through my uh, visiting friends through networking and everything, then I realized then this is the business I have to do because I'm passionate about it. I'm not a trained mm -hmm. chef, but out of the passion and taking extra training, like I was going for cooking classes myself to see how it's organized and to see how yes, the yes. chefs behave with the clients and everything. I also had to take trainings for that. So part of the money that I saved for the business, I also put some of the money into my training. Okay, so um, how much would you say that you put into the business aside from the training? Um, into the business, I would calculate with about 15,000 euros. Okay. And then the rest went on to the training because in Germany, when you start something like uh, something to do with food, you also have to do this training by the German health. Uh, what is it sure, called? Sure, health sure. department. Yeah, there's that training you have to do with them to ensure that you you keep yourself clean and you also learn how to behave uh, hygienically with your with, amongst your clients and also in the cooking class. And you you get certified for this? Is it like yes. a yearly certification sort of thing? Yes, it is there. And they also come regularly to check how you're proceeding and how you're doing your, proce your process also. They also check on the process. They check on the cleanliness. And this one, they don't ask you for an appointment. They just arrive. Oh, okay. Yes. So you, have to, you have to be like... You have to be on top all the time. <laughs> all the time. Absolutely. So, yes. um, Jillian, is, uh, is the company just you at the moment? Or do you have people assisting you? I mean, team size-wise. At the moment, it's just me. And what I do when I have big events, I outsource, you know, I, like, for example, my IT guy and social media guy, they are independent uh, consultants. Okay. And then uh, people like when I, I have a big catering job, I outsource um, guys who are coming to help me with service, those who are going to help me with cleaning the dishes and clearing the place. And all. this one, I, 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 I hire them on temporary basis. So at the okay. moment, I don't have permanent employees. I only outsource when I need. Well, I mean, that, that by itself is a fantastic model. Uh, yes. Less overhead, I guess. And, uh, you know, you can hire what you need when you need it. Exactly, exactly. Okay, uh, Jillian, this next section is, I mean, since you just went through this process, if you were to launch a company today how would you get your first customers i mean would you get them on like would you go online and use uh, social channels marketing channels to do it 
how did you get your first customer? Um, what I did, I, um, first of all, I created a website. I got my a website person to do it because that's not my talent, let me say so, or my speciality. Okay. Yeah. And then afterwards, I had my Facebook page and I got a social media guy to help me on that. Uh-huh. We did some advertising and the first event I held was I offered cooking a cooking show free of charge. So people okay. came in for the cooking show free of charge to see what I do. It was a lot of sacrifice. It's also a lot of money spending to have everything perfect, to have to set up a very a beautiful scenario and, right. and, and set up the kitchen. Also, also to also check if the clients are also interested in cooking while we're having the events. I, I did this kind of thing. So also, how, of course, how, you have also to make sure. How, did you, ad, how did you advertise that first event? The first event I did it via social media. I had printed flyers, which uh, I had some young men, students, mm-hmm. uh, like my son is a student. He, he helped me with his friends to deliver the flyers uh, on the streets okay. and also drop them in post boxes. Amazing. Are you allowed to do that in Germany? Yeah, in Germany you can do that, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, as long as your company wow. is registered and you've clearly written that you, it's a registered company, there's no problem. Amazing. Yes. I mean, that I so have heard like recently. This. It's amazing. Yeah, so this is what I did. And uh, because like I have, uh, like if you look at uh, in Germany, especially like my target was people between, I first of all thought that my target, after my research, I thought my marketing target would be 37 plus. Okay. Only to be surprised that in most of my cooking plus classes, I have people at, in their age of 20s coming to my cooking class. I didn't expect wow. it. <laughs> yeah, okay. but when I was asking around and checking around, I thought only people who are 37 plus will come to my cooking class, but that's not the case. Uh, I, I'm getting a lot of surprises every day. That's incredible. Okay, yes. Julian, if you don't mind, um, let's wrap up with the famous five. Yes. All right, number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, the, I've read several, but my favorite one, I've, which I've repeated several times, is a book called Jump by Steve Harvey. Okay, yeah. Where, actually, it was part of my motivation to, to start my business, because at some point I was sitting back, I'm like, I'm not a trained chef, how can I just jump into the business, you know? Right. But after reading Steve Harvey's book, I, I learned that uh, after you discover your talent, uh-huh. you can teach yourself on some of the things that you think you're missing, you sure. know? And then get into the business, ask questions. And then I also got a, a consultant, a business consultant who is also guiding me uh, okay. to help me uh, to see how to go about things. And mm-hmm. that's why I, I most of the times keep repeating uh, the book of Steve Harvey. Another person I like reading is um, uh, Tony Robbins. Yeah. Yeah, I sometimes read his books and I also watch his, um, I also watch his, uh, yeah, his, his motivation. <laughs> his events and motivation speeches, you know, and sure. on my bucket list, I have to go to one of his events. I have to, one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Uh, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I'm really following up on somebody like Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Uh-huh. And then uh, Michelle Obama is also my role model because being a first lady combined with business, this is really fascinating for me, you know. Because now, she, after being the first lady, she's doing a lot of business. She's doing a lot of motivation, speaking, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, I really watched both of them. Oh, like Oprah Winfrey is purely business, 
And then I combined with Michelle Obama, who is uh, really motivational and uh, actually a real role model to look up to what she has achieved since when she, uh, she before, even before she became the first lady, you know? Absolutely. Okay, yes. um, number three, what would you say is your favorite online tool for growing your business? Um, I've been using meeting apps, like now we are on Zoom, or um, I use Skype. I use WhatsApp. Uh-huh. Like when I'm advertising my events, I use my WhatsApp status because I've also realized many people look into the WhatsApp status. And then really? uh, social media. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. I've, I've done a lot of sales through WhatsApp status. Okay. Very interesting. Yes. Yeah. And then also the Facebook status. And then also in Facebook, there's this uh, thing called Creator Room. Okay. Whereby I create yeah. a room and advertise and just say, let's talk about uh, those people in the catering business. How do you go about your catering business? How do you get your supplies? How do you, uh, where can you get these ingredients? Because as Africans, we have different spices, for example. Sure. And I've been getting tips on how to get spices, where to get spices, where to go to, and all this kind of stuff. That's why I really love the Facebook creator room uh, setting. Wow. And then generally Instagram and Facebook. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, number four, if you could give your 20 year old self a piece of advice, what would it be? Or what did you um, wish you knew when you were 20? I wish I was never afraid to do something, you know, like, uh, I should never, I should, I should have discovered my talent then because that time I was pursuing other businesses. Sure. I remember at some point I had a business like GP translations where I was doing translations from, German to English or English to German. And uh-huh. I didn't feel it. I really didn't feel it in my heart. I also right. did some virtual assistant business at some point, but now that I've landed onto uh, cooking classes and catering, I really feel it from the heart. Sometimes it's not even just about the money. Sure. So I would advise, I would have advised myself that time to never be afraid to discover and work on your talent. Okay. And number five, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Eight. I have to sleep eight hours. If I sleep shorter than that, I'll not be functional during the day. Got it. All right, Jillian, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an incredible pleasure to learn how you're doing things, how you launched the business. It was really very cool. Thank you so much for having me. And um, I hope to meet you soon personally after the pandemic. Oh, that would be great. Definitely. Yes. Thank you so much, Rami, and Thank have you, a nice Jillian. evening. You too. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.